You're unbelievably more wise in your nature than you ever will be in your conscious thoughts. Because behind your conscious thoughts lies your nervous system. And if you say, well, my nervous system is unreliable. It is just a bunch of, of strange, weird biological chances that have got mixed up somehow. Then this very opinion that you're expressing, you see, is a function of that nervous system. So you're saying that you are a total hoax. You can't trust yourself at all. And the meaning of this is that one should, above all, trust human nature in the full recognition that it's both good and bad, that it's both loving and selfish. A man of true virtue is therefore a human-hearted man. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Thank you for joining us again this week. Um, welcome back to IIUM Brilliance, where we explore secrets to unlock potentials. Our very own goal of this show is basically to dive in into the mindsets, insights and ingredients of IIUM, very own such high achievers in the fields of academic, intellectual and um, education. But most importantly, we are very honoured to actually invite to our show people of IIUM community who have significantly contributed to the development of our society through their achievements. For today, we don't just have any random guests. These people are from my Kulia, Kulia of Engineering, and they are some of the most brightest and most hardworking people, uh, students in Kulia of Engineering there is. They major in aerospace engineering, and recently they came back to IAUM as a second runner, second runner up in the Malaysian Siswasat competition 2019, which is, I believe, a national competition, right? Yes. Which yes. yes. is very impressive. Second runner up. So let, let us welcome to IIUM SAT 119. Mm. I pronounced it correctly. Yeah. Okay. Um, would you mind uh, introducing yourself? Mm. Uh, just your name. Um, my name is Faika. Yeah, I'm, I'm Adi. Uh, my name is Harris. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for coming and joining us today. We are very like interested to know how you guys came about the, this competition and how you managed to became second runner-up in the competition in itself. So um, at IIUM Brilliance, we believe that people are driven by certain motivations to persevere doing something challenging, like your team had spent months in the process of making it into the top three for Malaysia since what's that competition 2019. Before anything else, why do you choose to study aerospace and not any other engineering? You? You? Okay. Oh, okay. For me, during my high school, I, uh, I always wonder uh, how the aeroplane fly. Mm -hmm. So uh, many questions pop up in my mind, mm -hmm. such as uh, how do aeroplane flies, how the engine works, and the most the most question pop up in my mind is that does it the aeroplane fly like a bird's fly? Mm -hmm. um, I've always been fascinated by the space, uh, whether it's a space exploration or the planets itself. So um, I guess that's more of it. And also, like um, I used to watch Star Trek a lot. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, Bismillah. So for me, uh, for aerospace, because of passion, nothing mm. else. Yeah, because passion from um, when I was uh, in my childhood. Uh, aerospace is something that's very fascinating, mm. and you know, according to that passion, like to see like how things fly and how it works, you know, it comes to the conclusion that uh, that I can see in uh, IUM when I'm standing right now is that if you think about it of uh, Isra Mi'raj mm -hmm. the Prophet ascended to the heaven both body and soul physically mm -hmm. so there's aerospace element in there as well mm -hmm. so okay to be fair we can't prove it yet with the current technology but I believe if 80% of science in the Quran is already proven the other 20% including the ascension can be proven in the future mm. so I mean, to, to put it simply, like, it's a good thing that right now space exploration is abrupt, mm -hmm. so that hopefully, inshallah, we can see that thing become reality, the proving part of the ascension of the Prophet to the seven heavens. So, you know, it starts with the passion, and then it affirms your faith. So, you see, <laughs> it's very good. It's That's great, a very right? interesting yeah. story, because mm -hmm. usually most people don't say, oh, I like engineering because <laughs> Islam-related stuff. <laughs> Very good, um, How do you guys enjoy engineering so far? Mm. I mean, like, what are the challenges and hurdles? Can you mind sharing, Aika? Um, I think it's kind of tough, but I mean, yeah, but, but I guess, um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough, but enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> Something that you put your time into it and you can see the results. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's not an overnight thing, uh. yeah, for <laughs> oh, sure. that for sure. For sure. <laughs> Especially engineering, so it's something that you need to start with a passion, for because that's your only driver. I think, mm -hmm. for me personally, I think it's that if you if you can't have that, if you don't have that passion, if you if you are able to sleep soundly at night <laughs> with assignments in your back, <laughs> there's something wrong with you. <laughs> so, yeah, that's for me. I think. How about you, Adi? Mm. So, um, for, for me, engineering stuff. Mm -hmm. But I love engineering because I want to know. Because mm. mm. I want to know, like like I said before, I want to know how it works. Mm. H how do they, how it works, how the aeroplane fly. Mm. So, like, this the subject zero learning is answering yeah. your questions. Mm. Alright. Um, okay, so to further move on our uh, conversation today into your team effort, how do your team came about? Because like, you're a fourth year student, you're a third year student, third year student. Oh. How do you guys meet each other? Mm. Can I, I begin? Yeah. So I started with the Kuliah of uh, Engineering. You know, they want to send people to this prestigious uh, competition. Mm -hmm. So one of our supervisors, uh, Dr. Okasha, mm -hmm. so he, he approached me and he asked me, uh, well, this is a very good competition for you to go. And so from that, I find uh, people that, you know, like very good students, uh, such as Adi and Faika. Mm -hmm. Adi has been in robot team, mm -hmm. okay? And Faika is, uh, is in the Aero Modeling Club. Ah, uh, so we have both uh, mechatronics and uh, more on the aerospace mm -hmm. side, and me being a fourth year student. Mm -hmm. So we got that sort of mix. But um, yes, we have like our team, but uh, at the back, there's a lot more people supporting mm -hmm. us. You can say it's like the whole kuliah as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. 
it's a very so like how do you guys found like just like you just post posters or anyone can join or you hand pick your team yeah hand pick right hand pick approach with like the um, connection or what we call um cable cable oh. <laughs> <laughs> so with the help of dr okasha you yeah. hand pick your yeah. team members all right cool mm. so you have anything to add <laughs> all right we'll be right back after this commercial break
everyone. Welcome back to our show. Um, to further move along our conversation today, is that would you, would one of you mind sharing with the audience about how the three of you, uh, what were the process of you making the proposal for this project and competition for the competition? Mm. Oh. Oh, okay. For, for there, there are four process, mm -hmm. which is the first one is proposal presentation. Mm -hmm. Second one is the PDR, which is the preliminary design review, mm -hmm. and the third one is the CDR, critical design review, mm -hmm. and the fourth one is the competition day. For mm -hmm. the proposal presentation, we propose our project. Mm -hmm. The first preliminary PDR is the first design of our sketch mm -hmm. and, and, all, and other things. Critical design review is about our prototype, mm -hmm. which we have finished our prototype, mm -hmm. then we have need, we need to test mm -hmm. or program or something like integrate or, or any other things. Mm -hmm. And the competition day, which is the competition that we launch our satellite by, the, mm -hmm. by using the drone. Mm. Until up to 200 meters, is it? 200 yeah, meters. 200 meters. Free fall, yeah. Yeah, free fall. Mm -hmm. um, how long does it take for the whole process? Like, how early did you guys prepare for the competition? Well, it was about what, six months? Six to seven. Uh, six to six seven months. Seven months. Because yeah. the competition, I mean, the proposal started around uh, March. March, mm -hmm. March, April. Yeah, March, April, something like that. It was during our final. Was during, mm. <laughs> was during our exam. Was during our exam. Final exam. Final <laughs> exam. And finish at the beginning of the semester. Yeah. Mm. And CDR during our semester break. And CDR during <laughs> internship. Oh wow. Um, okay. Must <laughs> be like struggle to manage yeah. your time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Can you explain to us uh, what your project is to the audience? Like, what did you guys do? How, like, uh, like. The function of the oh, satellite. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I understand. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. So our um, satellite. Okay, so it starts with the Angkasa, uh, because they're trying to go for. If you know about the Malaysian uh, Airspace Blueprint 2030, mm. which is to produce more Tier One manufacturers, and they stated that there's one void in the Malaysian aerospace industry. Mm -hmm which is related to rocketry and space exploration. Yes. Mm -hmm. We already have an astronaut, but we don't have our rocket. Mm -hmm. We have satellites okay, that's orbiting the Earth, but we don't have the research and development for the satellite. Mm -hmm. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to make like all universities to go towards this, this, uh, this part. Mm -hmm. So our project is to simulate a real-life satellite, mm -hmm. but you put it in a miniature version so it should be able to send data, mm -hmm. collect data, right? Yeah, collect data. Mm -hmm. Like pressure, temperature, humidity, okay. longitude, latitude. The yeah. weather. Yeah, the weather, humidity. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why it was like 200 meters. Yeah, yes. during the descent, we, we collect the data. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then um, they add a challenge. Uh, because They add a challenge to the satellite. It needs to be able to move to a target. Yeah, right. navigate. Navigate, oh. yeah, navigate. So, mm. sorry, navigate autonomously. Mm. Uh -huh. like you, you can't control the satellite like through a remote control or whatever. Or it has to be like smart, like an AI for it to yes, move yes. for itself. Autonomous, yes, basically. Autonomous. Okay. Yeah. I think they want to focus on machine learning, something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. So IR four point zero. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so most of the 
I mean, they outline like you can do something like a paragliding. Mm -hmm. During descent, you go to the target or mm -hmm. use a rover. And we opt to do for a rover because a rover you can uh, estimate where it will go, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and the design of the tires and all of those things. Mm. So it is quite a challenge since it's not only a satellite but also a rover as well, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> and then there, yeah, and then we're trying to like go in line with what Ankasa is hoping for or what the country is hoping for. So yeah, I guess that's the biggest uh, challenge of the competition and mm -hmm. what the satellite is supposed to do. Uh. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, okay, so moving on to our next question is that the course has challenges of its own, mm -hmm. obviously, and that yeah, thankfully you all seem to enjoy the competition. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> Do you have any particul particular role models or mentors in the arena? And what is one of the advice that you hold on to when it comes to engineering design and innovation? Um, my role model would be the third president of the Indonesia, B.J. Habibi, uh -huh. Habibi. And um, I think it's not more of his advice. Uh, it's not his advice that uh, keeps me going. It's just his action itself. His, mm -hmm. uh, so uh, since they, the Indonesians were, the Indonesians were able to manufacture their own um, airplanes and mm -hmm. their, um, their tanks, CTCs, uh, so it's like, um, if they can do it, why can't we? Ah, so I see. Like that, so, yeah. so what did he do exactly that motivates you and how did you apply that in your life? Um, I think like he keeps on going. So like um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, when I watched his movie, mm -hmm. he was sick for a few months, I guess. Mm -hmm. But he didn't give up. Mm -hmm. uh, but and he kept going. And so, yeah, I guess that's it. Like um, try not to give up. It's a very seems simple but very impactful. Mm. This. Uh, what about you, Adi? Oh, for me, uh, obviously Elon Musk Elon. because Elon Musk. Uh, I left the about Elon Musk is about he introduced about the SpaceX, mm -hmm. which is the rocket can back to the back landed back to the desired position. Mm -hmm. So that is very impressive. Uh, so the advice that uh, I always keep in my mind is that if you have something important, you should try first, even though if the even though the possible outcome is a failure. Mm -hmm. So that really that's uh, really motivates me. Kind of like the Thomas Edison yeah. could yeah, <laughs> fail mm. what fail ninety nine times successful yes. times. Mm. Yeah. Yes. What about you, Aris? So for me, it's going to be our brethren, uh, APJ Abdul Kalam. Mm -hmm. He's the former president of India, mm -hmm. and his it's not motto, but from the book that I read on his autobiography, is he mentioned better late than ever. <laughs> you always say that better late than ever, because you well, sometimes you know you, you need to go on your own pace, man. Mm -hmm. That's why I think so. That's why he mentioned that. And then about his um his I think his father has told him about studying abroad. Mm -hmm. Okay, he said that doesn't the seagull, okay, find like a resting place somewhere else? Mm -hmm. So it means that you. If you go study abroad, you shouldn't be worried about your home or anything. Huh. You're doing the right thing. Ah. <laughs> Something like that. So yeah, it's going to be him. Mm. How, how do you apply that motivation to your life? To my life? Mm 
Well, I think I'm not homesick anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. yeah, and I think about better late than never. Personally, if I if I may tell you my story, uh, yeah, sure. this is my fifth year in UAE. Mm-hmm. So I took one year late to go to engineering since I changed course from ICT. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things lah, uh, a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. but. As I said, better late than never. Mm-hmm. Now we're in aerospace engineering. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, from the CV you've sent us, we, like I can see that it's not a bad decision for you because like mm. you've won a, ma- a few multiple competitions, yes, am I yes, right? Yes, yes, yeah. mm. That's very impressive. Very impressive. Okay. Um, um, earlier you've mentioned how the biggest challenge in the competition in itself, um, which came from you. Mm. Uh, what I want to know is um, what Adi and Faika think is the biggest challenge for oh, The most the challenging part is about the programming part. Mm. Uh-huh. To, to program each of the instrument or sensor, it takes time because for us, we, mm. we haven't used any sensors in our studies. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what I'm trying to do is I'm Ask my friends, Google, YouTube, until night, then try and error. Mm-hmm. Programming is definitely yeah. not easy. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Faika? Um, my biggest challenge would be my lack of experience because mm-hmm. um, this is actually my second time joining a competition in mm-hmm. UIA. The first one would be the Aviata one. Um, so, because I've always been the one who like go to class and then go back to hostel, so that's always been my routine. Um, so yeah, I guess the lack of experience in all of this kind of stuff, um, and and I think both of them like they they encourage me to, mm-hmm. they encourage me they they give me something that I would most definitely remember, mm-hmm. uh, and they guide me along through it. So yeah. Uh, so you have like good mentors to help you cope with the challenges. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, okay, so moving on to our next. Question is that where do you see yourself as an engineer in the future? Would you see yourself being furthering yourself into the aerospace industry or like just a normal engineer? Or how, how does it go? Um, Harris? No, for me, I picture myself, um, I think I'll picture myself something like this. I'll go and serve other countries first, mm-hmm. I'll come back and try and serve my country mm-hmm. but let's focus on the space exploration part mm. because that's what's lacking and that's where the R&D for aerospace engineering students are mm-hmm. so what I can see myself in the future is being uh, some uh, a key player mm-hmm. hopefully inshallah inshallah mm. um, uh, for me like I said for during high school I want to know how to aeroplane mm-hmm. fly but now when I'm in aerospace, I would like to know how the rocket fly. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So now I'm interested in rockets mm-hmm. and satellite. Mm-hmm. So what I see in my future is like I want to I want to further my study in rocket first, mm-hmm. rocket propulsion or satellite, and then maybe if I can join any NASA, maybe mm-hmm. maybe dreams come true. It's true. Dreams do come true. Actually, sure, dreams sure. make even better. Faika. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like I think my answer would be similar to <laughs> both of them, maybe. Because <laughs> like um, when I when I first 
join not like when I first um entered the aerospace um um degree thingy. Uh, <laughs> I actually wasn't thinking of um pursuing my um career in Malaysia first because mm-hmm. I think not that it's lacking but sort of it is lacking, yeah, um, yeah and plus um like I would like to go further in mm-hmm. um outside of Malaysia first and gain some knowledge from the um from the rest of the world mm-hmm. and yeah I guess that's it yeah. that's yeah, and then uh, only then I would come back to Malaysia that's actually really and un- I understand why you chose to do that because the aerospace industry in Malaysia it is it's not very <laughs> it's not it's not the most amazing thing here <laughs> in Malaysia so it can be further developed so like with hopes that you guys further your career outside and then you can contribute back to the country yes. which is a very good plan Alright, we'll be coming back af- right after this commercial break.
Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. So, um, Harris, you mentioned just now, like, you got to push through even like you have like assignments at the back yeah. of your head. Yes. How do you manage your time? <laughs> so, <coughs> about time management, I think, firstly, you need to have uh, something we call SMART. Mm -hmm. Specific, measurable, attainable, reasonable, and time-bound. Mm -hmm. So, that's where you make your objective. Uh. Mm -hmm. And then put it in timetable. I mean, giving you a practical example. <laughs> <laughs> put it in timetable, you put monthly plan, uh, weekly, and daily plan. Mm -hmm. Something like that. But the problem is how to follow. <laughs> so how to follow, you need to pray. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes you do know what you want to do, but, you know, I think because of, I don't know, maybe God doesn't give you the chance to do it. <laughs> so you got to be very good. You have a very good relationship with God and He will give you the time for you to do all those things. Mm -hmm. uh. <laughs> I think I think that's from what I think. <laughs> okay, you? Oh, for time management, actually I am very particular with time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if I said 8pm, so you should be there by 8. Mm -hmm. If not, uh, you guys know what, what <laughs> happened. So, okay. so for me, time management, I will always do early the task uh, finish early mm -hmm. so because like I said I'm very particular with time mm -hmm. so for me uh, there's no there's not there's not a, a big problem for me mm -hmm. for in terms of time management mm -hmm. fine do you have anything um, I for time management I guess like um, I always keep um, sort of a you know the Google calendar where mm -hmm. I would put like all the stuff so um, for my activities I would just go through it first and then see whichever comes first and whichever whichever comes first and whichever comes second so I would uh, for assignments I would do which one which one that is required the most mm -hmm. so yeah I mean which w the one that comes first I would do it first obviously mm -hmm. so yeah just keep a schedule and yeah so the plan is to write down everything you mm -hmm. have so mm -hmm. that you have a clearer vision of what you have to do. Yes. All right, okay. So as an engineering student myself, I know how stressful it can be. Mm -hmm. So how do you guys, <laughs> how do you guys manage to, um, how do you guys manage your stress? How do you decompose and like, what do you do on your free time? Oh. Okay, let's start with you, Harris. How do you decompose your stress? Yeah. Hmm. Or you just like go on full on no. burn out, no? No, no. What I do is I call my mama. Uh -huh. uh, that's the that's the most important thing, right? Call your call my mom. Sometimes you know she doesn't say anything. <laughs> mm, ah, something like that. Mom. But then your stress is gone. <laughs> but for those people, and I'm sorry to say this, but if you don't have a mom, uh, you should not be sad because next to it is God. So you need to talk to God. I think I think that's it, mm. uh, So you just need to talk. Mm, let you need it to talk, out, yeah, yeah, let it all out. The mm. most common and practical way mm. of coping. Yeah. Okay, who about you? Yeah, Adi? I'm actually a mama's boy, same <laughs> like Harry's. <laughs> so I w uh, every day I call my mom, mm -hmm. mm. day and night, mm. I really call my mom. But during my free time, I, I play basketball. Mm -hmm. mm. So sh ball is life. <laughs> if, if there is ball, then I play basketball. Mm. Yeah. Ball is seven. Okay, what about you, Faika? Um, I guess um, for the stress management, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I like to listen to songs, music mm -hmm. specifically. So 
um, how I try not to get stressed or how or whenever I get stressed I would just um, I don't know blast it all out mm -hmm. and just like <laughs> listen to music like really loudly plus um, yeah I guess I, I don't really talk much with my mom like mm -hmm. she, she would call me but uh, yeah, we just like talk about the normal stuff, like what do you eat and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, the normal, typical, <laughs> yeah. empty conversation. So, uh, yeah. Okay, I'll get you mentioned that you listen to songs. Yeah. What kind of songs do you like to listen to? Um, songs. Uh, <laughs> um, I guess um, my favorite, uh, I mostly listen to bands. So, my favorite for, for now, like I've been listening on repeat. Um, Arctic Monkeys and oh. also mm. the good. Mountain Goats. Good yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so pretty sure our viewers have like some juniors or like mm -hmm. new students who are very optimistic and excited to be an engineer and an engineering student. Mm -hmm. So do you have any advice for them to like we all know by the third year we can like uh, engineering. So, okay, any advice to keep them on, like, hopeful and motivated? We start with you, Harris. <laughs> advice, <huh? laughs> My advice to you is uh, study. Uh. <laughs> don't, don't fool around. Study. Okay, I'm talking to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, seriously, you should, if you don't know us, uh, I think you have, like, a lot of seniors, such as me and Adi, Mm -hmm. You know, a lot more seniors that are willing to more than help. Yeah. They're going to yeah. give you a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We all are your seniors, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, the problem is they don't talk to us. Mm -hmm. They don't ask. Mm -hmm. But I think the problem with us seniors is we don't ask them as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's what we're trying to break on right now. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it's that. It's it like um, the activity. Could you like mention the activity you mentioned to me earlier? Oh, about the Aeromarine Club. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, okay. So, it's like this. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to revive the club so that uh, because before this our seniors they have the expertise mm -hmm. to make aircraft, mm -hmm. RC aircraft and mm -hmm. everything. They have the ways and means. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what we're trying to do is we form a group of seniors that that knows a bit and it's more like a sharing session. Mm -hmm. So for gliders or aircraft and we have like our own my my friend is an instructor for RC uh, controlling, mm -hmm. and inshallah after mid break, my other friend will uh, teach them about CFD, mm -hmm. uh, computational fluid dynamics. Mm -hmm. So me myself, I'm teaching them on uh, building and balancing. Mm -hmm. So it's more like a sharing session between seniors. Mm -hmm. mm. So yeah, I mean Adi is helping as well during for the coding and mechatronics part mm -hmm. because he's from robotics, mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, it's like, it's a close, but that's what we're trying to do. Mm. Uh, how can they approach you? How can they approach me? Well, you always like, how can they contact you in regards of the club in itself? Ah, I see. So, what I did was, uh, I went to the lecturers first, and mm -hmm. uh, to tell them that we have like this sort of club, mm -hmm. so the lecturers will tell in the class. Oh, okay. Because class have attendance, <laughs> <laughs> so they need to come, so they'll know about it. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's much, much uh, what they call more rational to do than putting in so M online or yes. poster. Yeah. yeah. So okay, um, kids, um, don't forget to ask your lecturers in regards to this um, club. You can ask also as your academic advisor. They should know about it. Yeah. Mm, yes, yes. Okay. All right. Um, this is the. 
fundamental question for every episode. Would you would each of you mind sharing three books would you recommend? Uh, starting with you five. I know you love books. You love books. Uh oh, when I first got the question I was actually I was actually rummaging through like lot my list <laughs> of books. So I don't know which one to choose actually, but I guess uh three of my most recommended books would be um, the Brothers of Karamazov by Fyodor Dostoevsky. Um, um, Can you repeat that? Uh, sorry. Um, bro- the Brothers of Karamazov by Fyodor Dostoevsky. He's okay. a, Russian, uh, a Russian writer, Russian mm-hmm. author. Um, number two would be um, No God But God. It's mm-hmm. by Reza Aslan. Um, and number three would be Utopia for Realists by, I think, I can't really pronounce uh, the author's names. I think it's Rutger Bergman. Yeah. Sounds hard to <laughs> Yeah, she's, yeah. Um, I think he's Swedish, I guess. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, about you? Uh, for me, uh, I, I can't remember the author, mm-hmm. but three of recommended books is The Right of History, mm-hmm. um, Rich Kid, eh, Poor, Poor Dad, Rich Dad, mm-hmm. about Dad. the financial. Mm-hmm. Oh, which is an economics yeah. book. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first one is about the history. history. I, I love history, uh-huh. actually. Mm-hmm. So, and the third one is Dunia Tambah Tempo, about history also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, about mm-hmm. you, what about you, Haris? So, for me, I will recommend you to read uh, Discourses of Rumi. Discourses uh, of Rumi. Uh, written by, if I'm not mistaken, A.J. Arbery, Professor A.J. Arbery. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one would be uh, Muhammad, his life based on earlier sources, written by Martin Links. Mm-hmm. And the last one would be uh, Wings of Fire, an autobiography of A.P.J. Abdul Kalam. Mm-hmm. Written by Dr. Kalam himself and Arun Tijari. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dr. Kalam is the president of the former president of India. Yeah. Ah, okay. yeah. right. He's an aerospace engineer. Um, yeah. You mm-hmm. can see that a lot of engineers <laughs> technically ruling the world. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, okay. Um, I forgot to ask Adi and Faika about mm-hmm. the question just now. What are your advice to the young young ones? Oh, uh, my advice is. Don't give up. So, if you have some problems or tasks that are not being, that are given to you, mm-hmm. although it's not your measuring or something like, mm-hmm. it's not your parts, mm-hmm. try to do first. If, like Elon Musk said, try first. If the possible outcome is a failure, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Just, just try. Because mm-hmm. we, we, we are still learning. All it's of us are learning. So, it's not a problem. Persevere. Yeah. Like mm. what if you fail once doesn't mean you're gonna fail always. Yes. What about you, Faika? Um, um, for my advice to the, uh, is this the younger like the younger the, the juniors or yeah, the, juniors. Like the juniors in general like in total engineering or um, anyone who wish to pursue in engineering? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess like. I think this is a reminder to myself also. It's like um, if you don't know something, don't don't you ever should. be afraid to ask. Cause like um, I mean like you, uh, we have Googles and everything, but sometimes a um, a face to face conversation would be mm. like uh, you would get the how do I say this? <laughs> you would get the knowledge like uh, it would be more absorbent than the Google mm. itself. So yeah, try to communicate with the lecturers or your friends, your classmates if you don't understand anything. So, yeah. Very, very useful. 
very, very useful advice to survive engineering in itself. I totally agree with them. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, sadly, that's the end of our show today. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our channel, follow our Instagram page and Twitter at IIUMTV. And stay and tune in, tune in in next week. Thank you, everyone.